Welcome to another episode of Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Mary Ann Pack, spiritual guide and all things life transformational. And today's podcast guest is Teresa Nat. I am so happy to have you with us. Welcome, Teresa. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So let's jump right in. Who is Teresa Nat and what good do you bring into the world? So I like to think of myself as an artist. I am a very creative person. And I think what I bring into the world is that creativity. And I like to think I bring some beauty into the world. I get to spend my day capturing other people, which is just amazing. And I think when you're able to show someone their own true beauty, it's really something very powerful. So you're capturing them in photography or videography, right? Yes. Yes. I'm not capturing them in like a net. Like, yes, photography or videography. (laughs) So you're a branding photographer and a videographer. Tell us a little bit about that. What, What does that mean? What do you do? So basically, I help women entrepreneurs specifically get seen and heard in their business. So I know what it's like to put yourself out there on social media or and on the internet and just feel like nobody is actually seeing you or listening to you. And it can be very frustrating to be in that position. And that's what I help women entrepreneurs with. So I help them grow their business. I help them tell their stories, you know, who they are as a person, what they do and why they do it. I help them find the confidence to really show their authentic selves, which I think is very important to show your authentic self as a person. Um, And then that way they can put themselves out there confidently and they can really start to attract the kind of people that they want to work with. I like that. I like that. Um, So branding, talk to us a little bit about branding. You know, why do we use it? What is it? Um, how do you come about deciding what your brand is? I'd love to know some of that. So branding, I know it's something I've been hearing a lot. Everyone's talking about branding these days. And I mean, branding has existed for a hundred years. If you think about the old advertisements back in the early 1900s, like that was still branded material. Basically a brand, you create it so people know what to expect from you. Take my favorite example is McDonald's because everybody knows McDonald's. They have a specific color palette. They have yellow, which, you know, is a happy color. So, you know, this is a happy place. It's fun. Red, which often symbolizes hunger. And of course they are a restaurant. So, you know, you go there to have fun and get food and all of their branding encompasses that. You see the commercials on TV. There's always happy families eating and having fun. So, you know that when you go to McDonald's, you get a quick meal and that it's fun to go there. So branding is really about setting up those expectations so people know what to expect. I like that. And I like that you mentioned the color palette because I'm very aware of colors, thus the purple wall. And um, I, uh, even the yellow of, it's, it's besides it being fun, it's a gathering color. The energy of yellow is a gathering communications and all of these things that we, um, we don't consciously think about, 
but yet we're actually subtly trained to think that way and what those colors are. And even the red being, you know, you're talking about hunger or um, red is also a color of fortune, you know, finances, uh, abundance. So, you know, these are, these are important things. And so do you help people create that color palette also? Okay. I don't, I focus, I focus more on the, the pictures. So when people get to the step where they want photos, that kind of groundwork should already be done. So by the time you get to branding photos, you wanna know what your color palette is. You wanna know what your fonts are and you wanna know what your mission and your vision is. Um, I do have a worksheet on my website that helps people go through that information. But again, sometimes it's, it's helpful. There are coaches out there that specifically help business owners with those fundamental steps. You know, working with a graphic designer is a great way to create a beautiful logo that you know will really reflect what your brand is. And again, like with the colors, colors have different, you know, symbolisms and you want to make sure that you're really picking colors that align with your mission and your vision for your business so if you're trying to go for a calming business like a yoga studio they probably don't want to pick like a hot pink or a, or a red typically that's not the best color for them and even fonts fonts also have specific symbology that goes along with them like script fonts tend to be more pretty and whimsical or you if you're going for like really serious like a law firm you probably don't want to do a script font yeah you'd want something probably a little bit more bold more um traditional foundational yeah yes. like there's stability to it and yeah i can see that so you're talking about you know that they would need to go through somebody else to create that but you, you also talk about, you know, like our subject is, you know, being authentically you in your brand. So how do you help them? What's authenticity? What do you mean by that within the realm of branding? How, so, how do you do that and why is that important? So, for example, when I first started my business, I envisioned this like hardcore aesthetic that I was going to have. Like I had this purple color scheme and I was, you know, using a lot of phrases like rock your brand and like all edgy, but I'm really not an edgy person. And it was very hard to come across that way because that's just not who I am as a person. Like I'm pretty low key. I'm pretty down to earth. I'm really laid back and chill. So to be like, yeah, all the time, it's just like, it didn't work because that's not who I am. And it kind of fizzled out. And I think a lot of people saw through it. Like when they met me in person, they were like, oh, that's not really what I expected. And again, branding's all about setting up those expectations. So when they do meet you, it, it's almost like they already know you. So I really had to go back to the drawing board and reassess where I was coming from and what was and wasn't working. And I realized the, the rock your brand thing just wasn't me. That's not who I am. And I, I went back and I, I made a list of all the words that really aligned with, uh, with who I was as a person and that aligned with my brand. And then I made a list of all the words that didn't align with me and my brand. 
And it was very interesting to see what came up. And I, I did words and I did phrases. And one of the phrases I picked was having a cup of coffee with a friend. And that was something I really wanted to be present in my business. I wanted people to feel like when we sat down, it was very chill and we were just chit-chatting. And by the time we got to their session, we were almost friends at that point. So when they step in front of the camera, they already feel like it's not as awkward because we know each other and they feel like a friend has taken their photo. I love that. I love that you're talking about spending some time with them beforehand. So it's not like they walk into your studio and you go click, 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 and you're out of oh, here. God, no, no, yeah. um, definitely not. I have really taken the time to get to know them. So when somebody books in with me, we have our first time together is actually an hour and a half to two hour planning session where we plan out their photo shoot. We do a vision board together because I'm very visual and most people are. So when they say, I want pretty pictures, that can mean a lot of different things to different people. So we go through and we pick pictures that they are drawn to. So then I know stylistically what they're looking for and what will really represent them as a person. And then we talk about their brand. We, I give them a worksheet to fill out ahead of time and we go through that worksheet and I make them come up with a list of words that represent them and represent their brands. So that is just, it's so helpful. So by the time we get to the session, like we've already spent a good couple hours chit-chatting with each other. Yes, I love that. And, um... Are you localized in your business or do you go to other people's places around the globe or how do you, how do you do that? So right now I am within the sphere of New England, let's say, like I, I don't have a studio because again, I, I feel like it's very important if I'm trying to represent someone to represent them in a space that aligns with them. And some people, they don't actually have a physical office and that's okay. We will find a location that really speaks to them. Most of my clients are holistic practitioners. So they're very into nature. And I'm kind of a stickler for not taking people to the same places over and over again, because again, I feel like that defeats the point of branding. I really wanna use a space that reflects them. So I have like a whole list of parks that I will go to and I will pick the park kind of based on where they are, you know, location wise, but uh, more so like what feels best for them. I'm very much about like how it feels. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But yeah, so I travel all over New England right now. Um, I do some social media coaching for some clients and that can be, you know, that's all virtual, so. Right. So when you're working with somebody and, you know, they've got their, their palette of colors and that kind of thing. Do you incorporate, you know, like how do they choose their outfits or do they bring multiple outfits or, you know, how do you, how do you do that? So we do talk about outfits on our call together and most people usually do two to three outfits. So we like to do usually like a more professional outfit for some and then something a little bit more casual. We talk about incorporating some of their brand colors into their outfits, depending on what the color scheme is. Like neon green is a color that doesn't look best on most people. So we might do a couple pictures in like a neon green blazer and then take it off. I wouldn't want to do like a whole series because it's just not going to show you at your best. 
Um, but there's other ways to incorporate those colors into your shoot, whether it's, you know, journals that are that color. I've had people bring balloons, we've done confetti, flowers. So there's all kinds of ways to sneak those colors in without necessarily having to wear them. But again, I'm really about the feel, like how you're feeling about something. So I typically have people bring several outfits and then that day we kind of narrow it down to what they feel the most comfortable and confident in. Right. So you like them to, how do you get them relaxed? I mean, I'm thinking, yeah, there's a lot of us who don't like to be in front of the camera and then to have it all about us at that time sometimes could make us feel a little bit. So how do you kind of just, I mean, I know you've been in conversation with them, but just ease them so that they're soothed enough to be relaxed, to actually show who they are. Because if they're tense, I can't imagine that that would be helpful showing their authenticity. It's true. I mean, you can kind of tell when someone is tense in a picture, their shoulders tend to be up near their ears and you can just see on their face, they look like a deer in headlights. So like, that's a look we don't want for sure. <laughs> so there's certain, certain poses I start with first, like walking poses. It's pretty easy to kind of walk around and look around and that tends to ease people into the photo shoot versus like, okay, sit here and look at me. Like that can be a very daunting way mm -hmm. to begin. And something I always try to capture is them doing what they love. So whether it's doing Reiki on someone or doing a coaching call, we sometimes have people come in to be clients. Um, and I find that's a really great way to start because often they know those people. So they feel a little bit more at ease. And once you get them doing what they love, like this magic happens. And I, it's so fun to watch. Like they just get into their zone and like to be able to capture that and the smile on their face, like it's purely authentic. And you can tell that they just love what they're doing. And like, it makes me so happy when I see that, that click, like they're no longer nervous and they're just in their zone. Yeah, they're not stiff. There's that fluid, natural movement, probably, too. Definitely. Pressing, and then you could get to capture it. Yes, for sure. And then we'll end with some of the more like posed pictures because by then we've been in front of the camera for an hour or two and they're pretty confident. You know, it, it's not as daunting as it is at the beginning. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So, how do you, how do you, um, how do you help them use the photographs or the video, you know, the videos that you create for them? Do you just throw them at them and there, use them however you can figure it out? You know, I know that's not what you do. So, <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about how you help them actually utilize what you just created together. Yes, I definitely, when I first started, that's what I did. I'm like, here's your USB, good luck. And then I realized like people weren't using their pictures or posting their videos because they didn't know exactly what to do with them. They would maybe change their profile pic on Facebook and like that mm -hmm. was it. Mm -hmm. And it was frustrating because I felt like you invested the money, you should be using these. So now what I started doing is we have one more follow-up call together where we get on zoom we go through their gallery i give them a list of like i have at least 25 different ways to use your photos that aren't just 
you know, social media. Ooh. There's so many different places you can put them. So I, you know, we go through the list and then when I'm actually taking the photos, I'm thinking in my head like, oh, this would be great for a blog post or this would be great for that course you're creating. So I'm already thinking those thoughts and then I can kind of fill them in on like why I took, why did I take this picture of you writing in your journal? Like, because I was thinking you could do this with it. So I can kind of fill them in and give them some more ideas and insight on how to use those photos or the videos. So when you're in like a session with somebody, does it ever like shift? because then you start actually really seeing their authentic side coming out. Uh, you know, like you might have a mindset of, okay, this is a pattern that we wanted. This is what we kind of set out. This is our agenda, but does that ever shift? Oh God, yeah. I mean, I go in with a plan, but nine times out of 10, it does shift along the way. I'll see them start to really come out of their shell and I'll, I'll be inspired by that. Or maybe they'll bring something that we didn't mm. talk about, but I want to incorporate it. Like I had one girl, um, I don't know if she's been on Daria of Enchanted Flower Healing and she's a Reiki practitioner, practitioner, but she's a very whimsical person. And she brought these butterflies with her that we, had, we hadn't discussed it, but she showed me and I was like, oh my God, we need to use these. So I put them all over her hair. So it looked like butterflies were swarming around her. And it was 100% like who she is as a person. And I was so excited that she brought those because it hadn't really dawned on me. But as soon as I saw them, I was like, we definitely need to use them. So yeah, we, we go in with a plan, but I think the magic is collaborating together and things will shift and change and to be open to that. Right. So speak about like the consistency. What is the importance of staying with your brand? What, why is that so important? So again, like your brand is setting up the expectations of what you do. I mean, it would be confusing if say you were an auto mechanic and you're, you're showing car, you know, pictures of cars you worked on. And then all of a sudden you're selling food. That's, it's like, what? That makes absolutely no sense. And it's confusing. So we don't want people to be confused because then they get frustrated. We wanted to make things easy for them. So sticking with your brand and being consistent within it will help people understand what you do. It will help them connect with you and it will help them create that trust in you and the more people we all know the like no trust factor once you have that created with a person they are way more likely to keep following you and support you and buy from you than if you know they just have no idea what it is exactly that you're doing mm -hmm. and it is important to note that a brand will change throughout the years I mean, we've seen major, major brands like Pepsi has changed their logo numerous times. Granted, it's all similar. The logos are similar, but it has been updated or streamlined and changed and tweaked. So it's okay to be tweaking at your brand and changing little things. I pretty much expect that to happen within a brand. I mean, you evolve as a person, your business evolves as, you know, your business so it only makes sense that your brand will evolve throughout the years. Yeah, that's what I was just going to when you were previously talking. 
I thought about that. You know, what happens when somebody, you know, pivots or evolves in their brand and they need to shift it? Um, but what if they do actually, do, do you see them actually kind of staying with similars like you talked about with, you know, Pepsi, um, they stayed with something similar, but what if, what if there is kind of a dramatic shift? You know, what if they experience something that all of a sudden, oh, I'm really heading in a new direction. There's their same name, but there is a different feel to it. How do you help them with that? I think at that point, it's all about going back to those basics and revisiting, you know, creating that list of words that align with you. See what aligns with you now. See what words don't align with you anymore. Revisiting your mission and your vision statements and seeing, you know, what needs to be changed. I mean, I've had clients that have completely changed, even their names have changed, like their business names, their logos have completely changed. And again, like that's okay to change and, and evolve as a person and as a business, it's to be expected. But I do think going back to those basics are an important step if you've decided and realized like your business really no longer aligns with you and you kind of want to go in a different direction to kind to go back to the beginning and kind of in a way start the process over again but really I, I have found that list of words to be like by far and away the most helpful thing to do is just creating that list i like that i like that i like that a lot um so you talk with videos and things you know um videos that they would use are they like speaking or are you just taking videos of them doing something and then you do voiceover or text with it or how do they use videos? So it's a bit of a mishmash of different things depending on what their needs are. The first thing I do, I do create brand videos for people. And whenever I mention brand videos, they envision it's just them looking at the camera and talking. So again, they get that deer in headlights look like they're like, I don't wanna do that. And I say, no, 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 that is not at all what I wanna do. Again, I'm all about capturing your authentic self. So you sitting in front of a video camera looking nervous definitely is not your authentic self. So I, we schedule time to come out and I shoot them doing what they do in their business, whether it's working with clients or creating something. I, you know, we go out into nature and I have them, you know, interact with nature or their family or their pet or whatever it ends up being. And then I take that, I put it together and we do a voiceover of them speaking about themselves um, and again, for everybody, it's different. I've had some people that did want to show up and be talking to the camera. So I have had, you know, a few videos that we do that. Um, so it really depends on what their comfort level is and what they want. But my goal is for them not to be commercials. I don't want them to be salesy and like a used car commercial because that's so off-putting. I want them to be about forming those connections with their audience and sharing a piece of themselves and telling their story a little bit. So those are the brand videos. And then I also help people create other kinds of video content like educational videos. I did a series with a vet hospital and they did um, basic things like how to put your cat in a carrier to bring it to the vet. It's amazing how many people don't do, that, don't do that or get stressed out about it. And there's like great little tips on how to get your cat in there 
So like we just did a basic video about that or how to trim your dog's nails. And those like, it's such great content to share with their audience. So educational videos are such a wonderful way to give back to your community and share some of your insight and value with them. So I do help businesses do that as well. And see, you just answered my next question because that's what I was, I was thinking, you know, that would be so valuable to have somebody record your your videos or help you with your videos to create those and edit them and put them in a pretty package or do you also help people like with courses i mean full-blown you know i don't help with course creation i kind of refer them out i know a few ladies that do course creation so i refer them to them to the to the two women but um I can help create the videos for the course creation. I know we kind of refer people back and forth because right. like they don't do the video component. They just help with the actual creation and I only do the video component. So yeah, we usually refer back and forth because I know course creation is like a whole other monster right there. Yeah, I was talking about the video part of it. Yes. I mean, you'll record their the video portion for them. Yes, I come out. You I have, have the course ready. They're just, they're just needing the videographer. Correct. Yes. I can definitely help with that. I come out, I have a light set up. I have microphones, my camera. So I go right to them again, so they can be in their own surroundings, which again, makes them feel less stressed. Um, and then I can record it. I can edit it for them, add music and all the, the little flourishes. Mm -hmm. I like that. And I, I love that you address that you know, you specifically don't want it to look like a used card sales, you know, advertisement. It's just them being who they are and what they do. Right. I, I love that, that it's not, you know, you're not uh, putting together some forced, you know, that the energy doesn't match really who they are, the essence of who they are, that authentic side of themselves. Um. So what kind of businesses have you worked for? What type of people, you know, hire you for their services? So I work with a lot of very small businesses. It's usually only one person or maybe a couple employees. I'm very passionate about small business. My dad owned his own business for so many, I think he's been in business for like 40 years. So, and I've worked for other small businesses. I, I've worked for one corporation and then a several small businesses. And I just, I love small business. I love helping them thrive. And I feel like they just have such this, they just give so much back to their community. They're so passionate about their, what they do. So that's really who I want to focus on. Specifically, I tend to work mostly with women. Um, and most of them are in kind of the holistic world. So like yoga studios, Reiki practitioners, holistic coaches. Um, I have done, you know, I have done like some real estate agents and some lawyers, which I'm, I'm open to working with anybody, but I seem to attract mostly people within that holistic world. And I do want to start working with more artists. I feel like there's a lot of artists out there that they feel frustrated because they're not being seen. They don't have that visibility. They're not being heard and they have beautiful gifts to share. And I just don't know how to, how to do that. Like I have two aunts that are wonderful painters mm. and I know they've struggled with 
really getting their work out there. So I wanna really help other artists get themselves out there. Yeah, I would think that would be, yeah, that would just be such an excellent outlet for them to not only show their work, but show them painting or doing whatever their art, you know, is, whether it's sculpting or whatever medium it is. Um, so I love that. Do you also help people with like their book covers or their photographs? We even even within a book? Yes, I have actually been helping um, Elizabeth Hill of Greenheart Publishing mm -hmm. um, make the book covers for her clients. And I have done a couple book covers for um, other authors, which I just absolutely love doing. It's so much fun to do book covers. So it's definitely, it's not work I necessarily like really seek, but when someone asks, I say, absolutely, I will help you with your book cover because I love doing that kind of stuff. And I actually went to school for graphic design, believe it or not. Um, and my degree is in graphic design. So I do have a background there as well. I like that. Yes, I, I know Elizabeth Hill and, and um, appreciate the books that she's producing with the Greenheart, Greenheart Living, right? Or Greenheart yeah. Publishers. But, yeah. Um, so how can people work with you? What, what is it that, that you do that you can offer for people or can they find more about you? Where can they find you on the internet? All those kinds of. Sure. So I do have a website, TeresaNat.com, and I have on there my little portfolio. I have a free resource guide, which is uh, a brand worksheet. So you can be able to download that and um, it'll help you get started if you're just starting out in business or even if you have your brand set up, but kind of want to make sure it's really aligning. You can go through that website and, you know, make sure things are kind of lining up where you want them to be. Um, I also am on all the social medias. So I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. I do most of my posting on Instagram and I do a lot of content oriented posts. So a lot of tips on, you know, how to do videos or how to do photos and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn and I am on YouTube. So on YouTube, I post, I usually do bi-weekly vlogs, which are kind of like a behind the scenes peek into what I'm doing in my business and what I'm doing in my personal life. And I'm starting on releasing some more content oriented videos. And those will include things like I just finished my top three favorite ways to network or to um, market your business. So I go through three ways to market yourself that are not social media. Um, doing a, a video on how to film videos. So some tips on how to do that. And I mean, you can just use your phone to film videos these days if you don't want to get into the whole production. So I talk about that. Um, and I have quite a few more coming up. Yes, I, I, I get to receive your newsletter. So I really appreciate those tips. So I watch for those. Um, they, some of the things that you've talked about in those that have really helped. So, so people can sign up for your newsletter. They can also receive this. Uh, it's a free, is it like a PDF worksheet or something? It is. It is a PDF that they'll get emailed directly to them. 
Um, and they can, you know, print it out if they want. I, I tend to be one of those people that likes to write. I feel like there's a real connection between, you know, writing and your brain. So I recommend that people print it out and actually physically write on the sheet itself. Yes, I am a huge proponent of handwriting because there's a connection between our brain and um, allowing it to flow through us. Uh, it's just a, it's a total different brain connection, neural <laughs> pathways that get created when we write. Um, and it also, you know, when you write things down, it, it's just become so much more real. And so many times you write something down and you go, I hadn't thought of that before. <laughs> Sometimes because your intuition gets involved, you know, yeah. you have to play a lot with the intuition. I would think you do even in your business. And helping people um, oh yes. discover their authenticity. You use a lot with in intuition. I am all about intuition. I really feel like it's an important part of being creative. And no matter what I'm doing in my business, like I'm always kind of listening to those little gut feelings. Mm -hmm. um, especially when I edit video for some reason, I, I try to explain my process to people and they're like, what? But I just it really is about the way it feels to me. Like when I put a song in there, I'm like, nope, this isn't it. And I, I can't really explain why it isn't it. It just isn't it. Like I'll know the minute I find the right song or have the right edits that I'm like, yep, this is it. Yes. Yes. It's that, it's that gut feeling or heart feeling is we all feel our intuition, different places of our body, but it's like that knowing. And that is so important, even, even in like, I would think your work in helping them find their authentic voice. Um, even though it's photographs, it's still a voice. It's an energy coming from them that they're wanting to portray, that they're yeah. wanting to come through the camera and to their audience. Uh, so that, that intention is there. So um, I will post your website in the description so that people can find you, Teresa Nat, and her last name is spelled hnat.com. So do you have any closing words of wisdom you'd like to leave with us or tips or anything that, that you would like to share with us before we close out our episode? I think I wanna just say, I know a lot of people feel very daunted by the idea of branding and it really does encompass a, a lot of things but try not to get too overwhelmed when it comes to branding your business and really take it what I'm I'm such an advocate for take it one step at a time even if it means just starting out with those list of words that describe who you are as a person and who you're you know what your business is and really think about your why in the end, it's the why that connects with people. So why do you do what you do? Mm -hmm. And putting that out there is, is, is so huge and so powerful. Um, so yeah, try not to get too overwhelmed with, with branding. It is important. Yes, but it's a process. So you don't need to have everything figured out right away. You can keep tweaking and fixing and as you go. And that is totally 100% okay. I like that. That's just the reassurance that, like you said, sometimes this sounds like, oh, branding, what in the world does that mean? What do I have to do? You know, so I, I love that you reassure them that it's, it doesn't have to be 
some big hairy monster. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like I said, Sitting on the other side of the camera, <laughs> right? And like when I started my business, I had a totally different brand and it has evolved and changed as I've grown as a person and grown as a business owner. And that is 100% okay. That's to me, I expect that in a business. Oh yeah. To me, if, if you haven't shifted your brand and you've been in business 10 years, you really might want to look at that because there is no way you're the same person you were 10 years ago when you first did your brand. I mean, how often do you say for people to even review that because that that just came to me I just thought yeah how often do we need to reassess what our brand looks like and freshen it personally I feel like you should reassess every six months that doesn't necessarily mean like redo your logo redo your website Mm -hmm. just to kind of review those things and make sure your wordage is still aligning and your, your images are still aligning. I mean, sometimes it's just as simple as going back through your website and changing some words or changing some sentences to make it more aligned with what you want or who you are. And then, you know, kind of every six months, just checking in and making sure that things are, you know, still where you want them to be. I mean, my website changes constantly. I'm always changing it and tweaking it and working on it. Um, I recently worked with a coach who said you should be doing, you know, market research constantly, sending your clients surveys, getting their input, because that input can help you get more clarity on your brands and seeing, seeing your brand, how other people are actually seeing it. You have it in your head, how you think you show up, but are you really showing up that way? So reaching out to your clients and making sure you're showing up that way can be super helpful. And then you can take that language and use it on your website or use it in your social media posts so that you're ensuring you're connecting really with the people you want to connect with. Awesome. 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 I love that. I love that. I love all your tips and tricks. And if you sign up for Teresa's uh, newsletter, she is very uh, extremely helpful and freely gives of her, her skills and her expertise in the newsletter. Um, And remember, you can also get her worksheet. So thank you again, Teresa, for being my guest. And uh, I love sharing you and your work of branding and bringing that authentic word forward for each person, each, each, each of your clients. So I thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And thank you everyone for joining us for this episode. I so appreciate you listening and I would love it if you would like, comment and subscribe to our podcast because this helps us get the word out and and expands our um, message of joy and that life is good and that life is fun and that um, you are to live your authentic self. So visit... Also, maryannpack.com for all of our services. And if you would like to donate, that would be wonderfully appreciated um, to help expand our work. And I, again, so appreciate you, Teresa, for visiting with us. And remember, you are joy looking for a way to express.